Hello, and welcome to the DC Fempreneur Podcast, a community for local DC area female entrepreneurs that collectively seek to combine and share skills, knowledge, and expertise to help impact and grow their businesses to make them more purposeful, profitable, and sustainable. the things that business owners love to talk about when you have a business is visibility, really putting yourself out there and getting to be known in your area, in your region, and in your industry. And something we have been talking about a lot lately within the DC Fempreneur community is visibility. And It's not unheard of knowledge that if you want to grow a successful business to live your purpose and create the life of your dreams, then putting yourself out there and showing up is crucial. And you just need to find the best way to engage not only your target market, but your ideal client, because your ideal client is one individual within your target market. Does that make sense? This is something we've been talking a lot about too, because one of the things that people I think really get mixed up about is the difference between niche, target market, and ideal client. Like what is that? Have you heard anyone ever talk about this before? They are not the same thing. And how you really have to figure that out is by going through an activity that teaches you which is which. So let's see if I can help you with this. Okay. So one of the things that we've been talking about within our visibility challenge is the difference between an ideal client and niche. So your ideal client is part of your niche, along with what you're really good at doing, the problem you help solve, how you solve that problem. And The more you know about whom you serve, like their age, their profession, whether they're married or not married, whether they have children or not, whether they're a homeowner, et cetera, the more you know about them and what their biggest pain point is, how you serve them, where they hang out, where they get their sources of information, that's the biggest one. Where do they go? Where does your ideal client go to find solutions to their problems? You're more likely to reach them the more you know about them and understand to them, understand them. So many business owners have learned through trial and error that even with a great business concept, that can help many different types of people. The key to successful marketing strategy, thus profitability, is the way you target your ideal client. Many businesses can help a range of different types of people, but the key is not to focus on who you can help. No, sorry, on who you can help, but focus on who you want to help. How do you relate to them? What is your story? Is it relatable? For example, A woman, let's say, who is a life coach, okay, even if she's gone through all of this certification, she knows she can help anyone, but she wants to work with women specifically. 
isn't her messaging going to be different talking to a woman who's 25 than a woman who's 45? Absolutely, right? Most women at 25 are going to have a different pain point than a woman who's 45. Have we talked about what a pain point is? Do you know what this is? If you're in business, you probably know that a pain point is a problem, a concern, or an issue that they're facing, and they're actively going out looking for a solution to alleviate that problem, okay? And addressing their pain point is how you're going to evoke emotion in them to ultimately have them be your client. So when you're thinking about your target client, your ideal client, you can ask yourself, who would be my perfect customer? Are they male? Are they female? How old are they? Are they married? Do they have kids? Where are they from? Where do they live? What is the problem that they're struggling with? That's the big one. How does that problem feel? What is the pain? So focusing on that one key person and giving them a name and making them real is super important. In fact, a founding member of ours, Mary Sue Dahill of Work Smarter Digital, helped create what we call a graphic graphic avatar. She created a really nice template and uh, part of our mastermind program, we used the template and it is very, very helpful. It goes through who they are, how many years in business, their age, their education, their fears, their goals and values. So for example, my ideal client, I say her name is Farah the Fempanor. And I say Farah is a college-educated female business owner in her 30s and 40s who lives in the Washington, D.C. area. And after decades of working in her industry, obtaining specific knowledge and skill set in a professional career, she has decided to start her own business. She enjoys meeting new people and believes that making genuine connections is the best way to market and grow her business. She is active in her community, cares about leaving a positive mark on the world, and giving back. She values her time above all and knows she will be successful in her business, but needs the help of others to get there. Her goals are wanting to use her knowledge and skills that she's learned in the corporate world to help others and grow her business to match or exceed her former corporate salary. Okay, so those are just one or two things. So for the top pain points, this is what I wrote, has a lot to learn, knows her industry well, but doesn't know all of the facets of running a business like marketing, accounting, et cetera, and needs others to share their knowledge. Another pain point is their spouse isn't always supportive and needs like-minded inner circle to problem solve and develop viable solutions to grow her business. Feels lonely at times as a solopreneur and is looking to find a community of successful, powerful, and driven women. Of course, that makes perfect sense to me, right? Doesn't that sound like you? It sure does sound like me, and that's the point. So that's the reason why I feel like my ideal client is someone I can relate to because I am that person, essentially. I have a master's degree. I'm 43 years old. This is not my first business. I spent a lifetime working for someone else in the in the corporate world. And I know I have a lot to learn in order to grow my business. 
right? So I can relate to my ideal client, which is why it works so well. So I am happy to share this um, template that was created for our challenge, or actually it was created for our mastermind. And we used it for our most recent challenge and it was very, very well received. And we talked secondary is not only about knowing who your ideal client is, but then, and, you know, going out and figuring out what it is that they really want. Okay. So that's like understanding their pain points. You find out what your ideal client wants and then you give it to them. That's really the only reason why we're in business, right? Besides we wanting to help someone, if we want to be in business and earn a sustainable living and grow a sustainable business, then we are going to have to solve a problem for someone, okay? So now that we know the who, our ideal client or target market, the next step is to understand their biggest pain points, desires, and fears as it relates to what you do and what you offer. Okay, so how are you going to find out what your ideal client needs? Okay, so there's several ways that you can do that. I think the best way is to ask them yourself directly through market research. You can create a very easy form, like even a Google form is super easy. Make it short and simple, 10 questions where you're asking them, about the biggest struggles that they are facing right now. In fact, if you go to the DC Fempreneur website, you'll see that we have on there a link under resources for market research. I am always, always, always doing market research. It is so, so important to me to know and understand the struggles and the needs of the female entrepreneurs in our community. How else am I going to be able to create an events and programs that are helpful to the women in our community if I don't know what they need? So I'm always, always conducting market research. Another easy way to find out what your ideal client needs is to post polls in groups where your ideal client hangs out. And if you do not know where they hang out, well, you're going to need to figure that out, right? So the more you know about them, the more you can narrow down where they might be. So if there are groups, let's say your ideal client is a professional. Maybe they're not on Facebook, but maybe they're on LinkedIn. Maybe your ideal client is a creative. So maybe they're going to spend more time on Pinterest or Instagram. It doesn't matter where they are. You just need to be where you can find them. Another thing to do besides market research and post polls in groups is to do more discovery calls, which is just like market research, okay? Getting somebody on the telephone to talk to them about what they need and what they need uh, and what their pain points are. Another thing you can do, which is a very passive way of doing it, is to listen closely to what your ideal client is asking in other groups. What are they posting about asking for help with? Start taking notes and paying attention. And, of course, you should be commenting on those posts and saying how you can help them and explain how you're credible in what you do. So specificity is the key to connecting with your audience. Igniting their interest and making offers that were sell 
because it addresses an immediate need. So why is it important? Why is it so important to know your target audience? Because if you don't fully understand your audience, you'll be creating offers, product or service, doesn't matter, that they don't want or need. So therefore, they won't buy. You'll end up attracting less than ideal clients, like high maintenance clients, and you'll spend your time trying to convince people to work with you, which you don't want to do. It's a lot easier to attract the people that you do want to work with because you're addressing their need directly than working with people that you have to convince that they need your help. You want to be able to answer yes to the following questions about your target audience to create programs and offers they will buy. One, does he or she have a specific problem that urgently needs to be solved? Two, is he or she aware of this problem and actively looking for a solution? Three, is he or she willing to spend money in order to solve this problem? Four, can you relate with them? If so, how? What do you have in common with them? Five, do you know where they congregate online or offline? And if you can answer yes to any of these questions, then you're ready to move on to understanding where to find them and start connecting with your audience. The more specific you get, the more effective your messaging will be. Okay, because if you're looking for your ideal client, the more you know about them, the more you're going to be able to narrow down where they are. So if you're going to look at this template that we are going to offer, you can look at that avatar and look to see what you've created and understand about their values and their goals and their pain points, and then be able to use that information to go out and find where they are. Where are they going looking for solutions to their problems? If that's where they are going to look for solutions to their problems, then you need to be there. To grow your business, you will need to become very well known in what you do. So you're going to be needing to be very visible and visible in the places where your ideal client is. The more specific you are, the better chances you have to being known as the expert. You want to be a person that comes to mind when a person asks for a resource. For example, I've already mentioned Mary Sue, but within the DC Pempreneur community, if anybody is looking for an expert in automation, digital tools, and technology, everyone immediately thinks of Mary Sue. Being top of mind is important, and networking allows you to stay top of mind, or being active in your community, or finding several different places where your ideal client is and building relationships with those people, even if it's a LinkedIn group or even if it's on Reddit or Quora or wherever it's called, you want people to tag you and say, oh, this person is a really helpful resource. If you have a question about this topic or this concern, you should speak to so-and-so. So where does your ideal client hang out? It's something to think about. Where do they get their information? Okay. And you can listen in all of these different places besides social media, Amazon, Google, even Udemy or Discord. Listen and start thinking about what you'd post there to be a part of the conversation and do it. You want to be seen as the expert. You want to establish yourself as the expert and credible in what you know 
and being seen as the go-to person in your niche. You want to build relationships with your ideal clients where they are and showcase your expertise everywhere you go by coming from a place of service. So if somebody tags you in a post and you have an opportunity to provide some information and, and it come from a place of service, you're coming across as somebody that is very helpful and is a good resource. And to be seen as an expert, you just need to be a few steps ahead to lead them to the next level. You don't have to get caught up in limiting belief that being an expert means that you have to know more than the best or most knowledgeable person in your field. You don't, okay? It's like saying, oh, if you're going to start a podcast, you have to know more than Marie Forleo or Lewis Howes. Oh my gosh, that's impossible. There are millions and millions of people who have podcasts. Does anybody ever aim to be better than this person or that person? No. Your message, you know, you're out there putting your message out there to reach whoever it is you want to reach. You're not aspiring to be better than the most knowledgeable person in your field. So don't worry about that. Okay, so here's a really good example. Let's say you're a person who sells wine. Do you think the average customer wants to learn from a master sommelier? No, right? The answer should be no, because the average person just starting to learn about wine and what they like can't relate to somebody that intimidating. Do you know how many hours a master sommelier has to put in or all the tests that they have to complete in order to become that level? So they're not going to relate with somebody who's just starting out to learn what they like, an enthusiast, okay? They want to learn from someone else who's also an enthusiast and someone who's just learning and bringing people along with them on their journey. So like I said, being seen as an expert in your field begins with you owning your value, believing in your expertise, and what you have to offer. Remember, you don't have to be a few you, you don't have to be the very best person in your field. You just have to be a few steps ahead of who you want to help because you want to still be relatable to your ideal client. It's easy to compare yourself to others who you think is better, but don't get stuck in the comparison trap. I know that's really really hard, but you have things that you can offer. You've had experiences that you've overcome. Heck, if you've already owned your own business, then you've, you're ahead of other people who are, haven't even started yet. That's helpful. What can you teach others? What have you already helped others with? Let's say you're a coach. And let's say you're a weight loss coach. And you're showing somebody how you lost 20 to 50 pounds. Just the fact that you've done it yourself and you created a system that worked for you, or you followed a system that worked for you, means that you should be able to show other people what you know. If you've overcome a challenge in your life and experienced your own transformation, you now have the ability to help someone else with it and be seen as an expert. Look at Tony Robbins, for example. He didn't finish his certification before he started out going to get clients, and you don't have to wait either. You can be 
seen as an expert in what you do before you're at the top of your field because that still makes you very relatable. So I I hope it's helpful for you to at least hear from someone else that you don't have to wait to be very visible in your business. You want to get out there and establish yourself as an expert and credible in what you know and be seen as the go-to person in your niche and to your target market. And you can do that by being visible. I invite you to join the DC Fempreneur community. We have a, a free Facebook group. Of course, we have another group for just, just for members, but um, we do have a Facebook group that is a free Facebook group. There's more than a thousand small business owners in the Washington, DC area, and you're more than welcome to join us and be part of the conversation. We do host a variety of events and challenges. One of them is our visibility challenge. But that will probably turn into something else, probably about planning and strategy, because that's the next step, right? Once you figure out your messaging and who you're serving, now you can start being more strategic about your offers and planning, working backwards for a a goal, like a revenue goal, for example. So I hope it's been helpful. If you have any questions or you'd like more information about DC Fempreneur, I can be reached at lisa at dcfempreneur.com. Thank you.